with Ed and Sean. And welcome to episode 230, part two of Geeksers. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. What? How many times did you say part two? I gotta make sure people know it's part two. <laughs> what part is this? Part two. There you go. Okay. Part de. Part de. Part dos. <laughs> part numero doso. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so here in part. The second half of the show. <laughs> ah, see what I did there? Yes. Here in the second half of the show, we give you releases of the week. Yeah. We also give you tidbits and factoids. Yes. Because I didn't want to do the news this week because it was my turn. <laughs> so right. that's why you don't see any news articles on our Twitter feed because I didn't bring news articles. <laughs> I brought tidbits of facts. There you go. That's what I do, folks. <laughs> I go, hey, get guess what? You know that scene Die Hard? We'll talk about that. You know Venom? We'll talk about that too. And Stacy brings in a little something something to the show by uh, one of her new rabbit holes that she's falling into. That's right. Um, and poses the question of what would, how would you handle having a million dollars and being stranded? <laughs> With nine other people. With nine other strangers. So yeah, we just wait to hear what Ed has to say about it. I, I actually, she started, I just got to sit back and watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know he wants to be stuck on an aisle with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently not. So, uh, sit back and relax and uh, we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeks Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. This is Aquanet Radio and those apps. All right, so when we last left, Ed was going to tell us. What's coming out this week? Oh, very good. Yes, the releases of the week, kids. Uh, this is coming out this Tuesday. Here we go. Passengers is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. All right. Well, that's a buyer right there. All right. <laughs> uh, Fences is also coming out. Okay. That's that uh, Oscar-animated movie with Denzel Washington. and Oscar winner movie with Viola Davis. Viola Davis, yes. Uh, Collateral Beauty is also coming out this week on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, it's Will Smith. That's the Will Smith. Uh, <laughs> write letters, and then they all come. Death, life, love. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to red box that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> we both want to see it. But I'm not going to I'm not gonna have it to my collection just because I'll be like, what do I feel like crying to today? <laughs> uh, this next one, uh, I, I've, I, it didn't come out in the theaters. I think it was direct-to-video, but it's called Solace. It has uh, Anthony Hopkins and Colin Farrell in it. I actually saw a trailer for this movie. Did you? Yeah, it was... Let's see if I can find the plot, because the plot looked really, really good. Um, it's how do you stop a killer that can read your mind? Mm-hmm. Um, it, let's see, is there a... Okay, here's the product description. It's real brief. Unable to solve a series of homicides, the FBI enlists a retired consultant with psychic powers. Is he a match for the extra, extraordinary powers of the vicious murderer on a mission? Obviously, it's um, Colin Farrell is the killer, and Anthony Hopkins is the retired guy. Obviously, yes. Um, it looked the trailer looked really good. I was like, oh, I kind of want to see that. Mm-hmm. So I might have to red box that one too. All right. What else you got? Uh, next on the list is Apocalypse Kisses coming out on Blu-ray. Now people go, what? This was actually filmed here in the studio, this movie. Yes. So uh, I remember when we first started doing this show, uh, 
the uh, I'm drawing a blank now. Ellis. Ellis. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Ellis. Uh, you know, he he was helping us out uh, beginnings to the show on air and on uh, coming in and and uh, kind of watching over us, I guess, for the last couple weeks until he gave us a key. And uh, he mentioned this a few times that this movie was was shown here, and he showed us the trailer and also uh, just. You know, if you want to see what the studio looks like, which really doesn't look, I've seen the movie. It looks nothing, nothing like the studio at all. But uh, it, there you go. It was filmed in this building. All right. Uh, Ghost in the Shell movie is coming out on Blu-ray again. Sure, because in a couple weeks, the Ghost in the Shell movie with Scarlett Johansson is coming, coming out. out, right? All right. Uh, Firestarter: The Collector's Edition is coming out on Blu-ray. That's uh, yeah, because it's an anniversary edition. Yes. All right. Uh, Red Dawn Collector's Edition is also coming out this week. Wow. Now, a lot of these movies, these next few movies are kind of like, they've been out already, but they're kind of re-releasing them for Collector's Edition's reasons. Right. And, it's usually an anniversary coming up. Right. Um, well, Laura Croft, the two movie collections coming out on Blu-ray, so if you don't have it... I have the first one. There you go. You can get them both now in a two-part set. All right. Uh, Power Rangers, two movie collections coming out. It is the Mighty Morphin's Power Rangers, the movie, and Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, coming out. These are the movies that were released uh, previously to the newly released Power Rangers movie coming out very soon. So you pulled that just to get on my nerves. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Nash Brishen says season five and season six is coming out on Ooh, Blu-ray this yeah. week. I know every other week they've been uh, releasing two seasons a week. So, uh, so there you go. So I think that's, I don't know if that's it, but, uh, the next two are coming out this Tuesday. All right. Uh, mod squad, the complete collection, all five seasons, 123 episodes is coming out this week on DVD. Ooh, okay. The, the old 70s show. That's because, uh, the movie's coming out. There's a new movie. Chips. Did you say chips? No, I said mod squad. Oh no! You know what? Okay, that's the reason why. Uh, reason why I thought that is because today, before the movie, there was a Martin Scorsese film that had a bunch of gun runners in it, and they were like in, in, a, in a. I don't know if you saw this trailer. No. Um, it felt very mod squadish. It felt in the seventies. There was a woman, a guy, a white guy, and a black guy with mm. like a fro. So it was obviously set in the seventies, and um, the guy who played. Um, Mad Dog from the A Team. He's been in all the Elysium. Uh, uh, Shul- Sh- Shiloh Copley. Oh no, not not the guy. Okay. Yeah, the new A Team movie. The new A Team movie. <laughs> he, uh, they're all in it, and I thought like I leaned over that. I was like, that, is that a Mod Squad movie? I'm like Martin Scorsese's doing a, a a television. Well, they did they did a Mod Squad movie right, a couple I, of years ago. That's why I'm like, like they were trying to reboot that as a serious thing. I'm like, uh, but it was kind of funny. I'm like. Yeah. And then I saw the end of the name of the movie, and I kind of it, it didn't leave that much of an impact outside of me going, "Oh, it's not a Mod Squad movie." Never mind. Yeah, I don't even know what trailer you're talking about, and I was in the same theater. Yeah, so. <laughs> you know. All right, it had like Brie Larson in it. It was uh, anyway. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, uh, cops. The complete series now, not the cops. The TV bad sh- boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Not that one. Not that one. There was an animated series that came out on uh, like Fox or one of those uh, Saturday morning cartoons, and uh, it was big. I think in the eighties or nineties. Is so. it like C period O period? That's it. B period. Yeah. A. Oh, okay. I don't remember. I don't know what it. 
counter operations patrols, whatever. I don't know. Squadron. Squadron, yeah. <laughs> Maybe possibly. <laughs> are they dogs or are they cats? They're human beings. They're, oh, all, okay. they're, all, <laughs> like, they're all specialists in their in their right. field of, of the police force. <laughs> Clearly, I never saw that cartoon. But <laughs> I there remember it was like a, a SWAT team for cats and like yeah. animated cats. Or SWAT whatever. cats. SWAT cats. There you go. <laughs> there was like cop dog shows. I just figured my one of those. All right. Anything else coming out? Yes, uh, Jason. The Wheeled Warriors is the complete series is also coming out on DVD now. Who? Yeah, well, this is this is like an eighties. It's one of those things they made toys and they made a cartoon show to go with the toys, kind of thing. It's about Jace, who is a uh, uh, his father. He's looking for his father, and they're, he's going against the Monster Minds. Is the okay, thing. and they're like different trucks that would fight each other through the series. It was cool when you were a kid. Gotcha. Uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, the complete series, is coming out Ooh. on DVD as well. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> Uh, Power Rangers SPD, the complete series, is coming out. There's another Power Rangers series that you guys can catch. Hate and... you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have Twin Peaks, the definitive gold box edition is coming out. Yeah, that's because uh, they're bringing it back to Showtime. Yes. Uh, all right. What, you got else? what else you got there? Uh, Z Nation Seasons 1 through 3 Collection. Okay. That's sci-fi's mm-hmm. uh, take on The Walking Dead. Yes. <laughs> All right. And finally, For the Love of Spock is coming out on DVD. I think this has already been out, but this is like the fifth, for the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. They took an imminent life of, of course, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, it's actually now currently on Netflix. Okay. Uh, and I've been kind of, I'm wanting to see it. It's like on my list, but it's one of those like, well, when am I going to have time to watch it? And then I'm like, well, I don't know if Ed wants to watch it. You know, like, so it's one of those, that, and then I have like a, um, a documentary on, college kids playing quidditch you know so i'm like i want to save that for ed too yeah because you know i'm, I'm like, one day we don't have to do like the like the wacky documentary night at the house just so we can go dude we saw this wacky thing on the show yes like, you know yes. <laughs> all right what else uh that's all i have for uh uh television and movies for uh blu-ray and dvds is right yeah honorable, honorable mentions i got an honorable because i don't understand why this is coming out in blu-ray okay during the 80s, there was a string of low-budget comedies that leaned more towards the TNA than the actual comedy. Okay. Okay, and one of the actresses that was everywhere in the 80s was Sybil Danning. Okay. Okay, now I don't know if Ed remembers the face, but like she, it's one of her movies coming out called They're Playing With Fire. Okay. okay I, she I, looks familiar. Yes, she, she does. She looks yes. familiar. Yes. It, whenever you needed like a, a TNA actress, she would be the one you go to. One of the ones, yes. Yeah, because she was a beautiful blonde that epitomized how the 80s looked in almost every woman out there. Yes. So it's the, here's the plot of the, of the movie. Newly mastered in HD, driving goddess and 80s action queen Sybil Danning from the Howling 2, Chain Heat, reform school girls, um, stars as a lusty college professor who seduces a naive student Eric Brown from Private Lessons because Private Lessons was also yes. a movie about a teacher, you know, and hooking up with her student. Yes, right. Um, as there, as part of a sort sorted plot to frame him for the murder of her wealthy in laws, but in a world of passion and deceit, not everything is what it seems to be. Andrew Pine from the Center for Gold Girls, Paul Clemens from The Beast Within, and soap star KT Stevens from The Young and the Restless. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> co-star in this deliciously sleazy mix of sex and violence that Mr. Skin hails as one of the weirdest entries in the genre, combining hormone farce antics with slasher movie elements, and of course, Sybil's sumptuous sex. It's uh, co-written and directed by Howard Edvines from Mortuary. But uh, its special features include interview with Sybil Danny and trailers. <laughs> like, I wonder if that's her from the 80s or her now, because I'm just saying, maybe you might want to skip that one. Like, I got a feeling she didn't age gracefully. Yes. I just call it a gut instinct. I should Google her just to see if I'm right, but I'm, I'm too scared. I'd rather have 80s Sybil in my head than 2017 Sybil in my head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's uh, you kind of covered everything. I'm not. Uh, there's Joe Collins. You and... were shaking your head the whole time he was just talking about this. It was the plot of the movie that made me shake my head okay. because <laughs> why did y'all make movies in the 80s that made it okay for teachers to fuck their students? <laughs> why was that ever okay? Because it was a taboo subject. Like, was... you know, I never thought of it. And this then... was it. This wasn't something like. Oh, this, this was a simpler time. <laughs> this was in the theaters. Let's go see it. I mean, this was something like like it was like the direct-to-video type of thing. And at the time, video rental craze was all, like all the rage. It wasn't like today where you go Netflix. I'm just going to stream. I think a Blockbuster. Okay. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Blockbuster Kids was a place where you used to go to actually rent movies on video cassette or DVD, depending on the time frame. Yes. Then along came Netflix that ruined playing field for everybody yes <laughs> there was like there was three big ones there was west coast video hollywood video mm-hmm. and blockbuster were the three big ones that you would go rent and then there was small mom and pop shops that had these uh rental places that you could go to but that's the whole thing like you would go there on a like 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 my friends and i we'd be going on a thursday night and we would walk the the walls and see mm-hmm. what was playing and like a lot of it would be first run like stuff that would just come out on dvd mm-hmm. or, or or video and and you go, oh, I don't want to see that. I already saw it in the theater, that kind of thing. You go back and forth with it, or it's all rented out because it was right. a hot movie. Right. That, you know, you, that everybody was going to see, so you couldn't see it. So you ended up like with these kind of titles. And you're like, you're laughing at each other, but you're like, let's go watch it. Or it was the movie that you were, if it was like a mom and pop video store or even Blockbuster, you could walk in and grab that just by, because the, the, t- the cover alone is the kid in a chair looking up at her. With her on the desk, her legs up on her on his book, and it's basically you can see the guard top of her garter, yeah. of her hose, and it's very, very risque. Very risque. So as a sixteen-year-old boy, you could rent that movie because they didn't really care about age, you know, at that time. At that time, and you go home and you spank to it. <laughs> because you weren't allowed into the back room where the porn was. Right, there was always that. There was always that little room that had these beads. That was uh-huh. the like way because the beads would make noise every time right. you went in and out. So right. that way the the video clerk would know somebody it, was going in and out. It was before room. this sound. Bing bong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was the noise. So you know, like as a sixteen year old, you were you were you were working your way to get through that without making a noise. Or, or, or you're thankfully because it was beads, you could look through. Yes. and go. Oh, I see naked women. Oh, is that a dick in her mouth? Oh, that's awesome. And then you file it and then you go home and then you rent this and you go, oh. So, fun fact. Uh-oh. My older sister had those beads on her doorway to know when I, you know, she, 
Nobody wants their little sister or little brother hanging out in their room. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So she had those beads. I know exactly what beads that you're talking about. Yeah. They were like purple with yeah. like a fluorescent look to them or whatever. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Except I got so smart that I knew that the beads didn't go all the way to the floor. So I would like get on the ground and like army crawl <laughs> under. <laughs> if under only the I knew beads. that trick back when I was a kid. Now that is, they, no, they, yeah, they, 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 they went all the way to the floor. They always. Oh, see, my sisters didn't go all the way to the floor. Nah. She like hung them at the doorway. Like at the at the top of the doorway, and then they were probably like mm, like a foot and a half from the floor. Yeah. And I was little, so I'm like, well, I don't want to get caught. So I would army crawl under the door, <laughs> and then she would come in, be like, "What the fuck, Stacy?" And I'd be like, "Well, it's not my fault. Your beads don't touch the ground." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I figured out that trick a long time ago. Yeah, they didn't have that trick. It was definitely on the floor. There was, it was like the extra long ones. Yeah, they because they all they all like they they fell on the floor, and there was like extra strands. So if you walk by, it, it would make all that noise. Yeah, even like, if you were like, if, no, I wasn't going in. I was just like walking you, by. You could just be walking by, going, "Oh, look, I'm going to go see the horror section," because the horror section was always ridiculously close the to the porn section. section. <laughs> so you kind of walk over. You, like, can I help you? I don't know. I'm just just looking. Oh, look, it's Christine. I'm renting that today. Like, you know, <laughs> as you kind of careen and just reach over while you're looking through the beads, going, "Oh, who's that?" Amber Lynn? What, oh, she's in a new movie? Oh, uh, Ginger Lynn? Oh, the, uh, everyone named Lynn is in this one? I gotta get... The, oh, sh- no, no. Yeah, I got Cujo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> ah, the 80s. <laughs> Fun time. Yeah. All right, so what else uh, you got? Uh, for video games, we have uh, Professional Farmer 2016 by AvonQuest for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. Yeah, seems like they always like. But okay, I'm gonna say, believe it or not, the farming simulator, it's like farming simulator 17, just came out like not too long ago. Yeah, it's, believe it or not, a seller. People <laughs> love. I, I, I'm, I must, I'm, not, I'm not knocking it. It I, just seems like every week I'm mentioning the fact that Professional Farmer 2017 is coming out. Like, like I kind of want to buy it for days ago. Was it like this? <laughs> See, here's the deal. <laughs> That's not that cool to me. Right, exactly. <laughs> right? You're like, like, it's a job. What the hell is... Why, why do I want to... I mean, to, I did not grow up on a farm, believe it or not. I know. Shocker, right? <laughs> you automatically think I grew up on a ro- or road horse. I'm terrified of horses, actually. But I don't understand. I mean, I guess up here, I understand why it would be a good seller, according to Sean, because y'all don't have farms here. If you do, they're, like, not close to here, you know? Like, they're not... You're not going to drive right. in Philly, and all of a sudden, there's a farm to the left. Like, it's not, it's not how that works here. So, like, I guess... What? Well, there's one farm, Foxy's Farm, actually, in the Northeast. Yeah, but, I mean, let's face it. Who knew that except for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's not... You're not just... You're just not going to do that unless you know about it because for whatever reason you just have this vast knowledge of things in your brain. (laughs) Like, I mean, I guess I get it. Like, why it would be attractive, but... Who cares? Like, so, that's like that's like buying a game about buying selling games at a, at a video game. Yes, store. exactly. <laughs> I do it in my downtime. I just you know, yeah. I got some time to kill. I'm thinking I'll attend the fields before I go to work. Well, there's like there's like Cooking Mama, yep. where you're you're working at a restaurant type of thing, mm-hmm. and you're serving all these people. And Seal used to play that game; she used to love it. I'm like, it's about work. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's not her job. But it, I mean, well, in all fairness. Growing up, we did play Tapper, where you were a bartender. Yeah. You know, <laughs> serving beers, making sure they didn't fall off the, off the bar, you know, as you were sliding them down. <laughs> so, 
I guess, you know, there's something for everybody. Yes. <laughs> or Burgermeister, where you made burgers. Burger and time. It, burger time. Where you yeah. had to run over, run across the lettuce, and run across the buns you had to do in the right order. Right. <laughs> so I, I guess it's just an extension of that. <laughs> Imagine like McDonald's a place. I'm going to home and play Burger Time, you in? Yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, man. Let's get fucked up and play Burger Time. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna put the sesame seed bun on last. <laughs> I'm gonna live wild. All right, what else is coming out next week? Uh, Industry Giant Two by Avon Quest for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. Why does it sound like you have the wrong business? Industry Quest. <laughs> Economy booms. Stock market crashes. Oil crises. Upwings. Triumphs. Now you can become the greatest power in industry. Become- <laughs> Begin in the year 1900 with the money by large ambitions and through skillful decision making, you could build up an enormous business empire. <laughs> yeah, I think you had. Wow, whatever happened to like, hey, Halo 5? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else is coming out? Uh, Dangan, Dangarama, the Dangarampa, sorry, one and two reload by NIS America for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. All right. Then we have Stick Shards of Darkness by Maximum Gates for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. That's actually a sequel to the game Sticks. It was a free to a free download game on PS4 store once. You're a gnome and you're a thief, and you kind of was like a stealth game. Mm-hmm. I I played it for a little while. I mm-hmm. wasn't really too into it. The second one that I saw trailers for, I'm like, what? Well, they modified it more. It's still stealthy, but it actually felt like there's more things you can do in this game. Master of Shadows was a valiant exploration into the world of Green Goblin theft. But Shards of Darkness will delve deeper into a complex narrative of a fully uh, realized world. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Right. What else you got there? And finally, The Binding of Isaac Afterverse Plus by Nicholas Incorporated for Nintendo Switch, and that's a Friday release. Ooh, you got your first Switch game coming out there, folks. Uh, and it's, uh, I think, like an indie game, too, The Binding of Alex. It looks really, really, like, weird. Then again, it's a Nintendo game, so... It's a randomly generated action shooter with a heavy RPG and roguelike elements. Following Isaac and his journey... And his journey players will find bizarre treasures and the, that change Isaac's from giving the superhuman abilities and enabling him to fight off droves of mysterious creatures, discover secrets... And fight his way to safety. Yeah. Exactly. All right. And that is all the video games I have. Okay. All right. Well, Ed, yes. let me ask you a question. All right. What is your favorite Christmas movie? What is my favorite Christmas movie? I'd have to say it's probably one of the Rafkin Bass uh, clay animated uh Movies like The Year Without Santa Claus. Okay. Probably. Mine's Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> there is one that I'm, I'm dying to watch, and I haven't watched it yet. It's called uh, Harvey Saves Christmas. It's about a deli man who saves Christmas. Really? Yes. It deli looks, man? Yes. It hey, looks... Harvey, Harvey here. Uh, uh, look, uh, I'm out of roast beef, and uh, it's because Santa didn't deliver it. So now I got to make deliveries around the world. I'm a deli- I'm not even I'm a deli guy. 
I kind of I kind of want to watch it with you. Why? Because this looks ridiculously stupid, <laughs> and I think it'd be perfect to watch. It's probably like a half hour, you know, kind of thing. But it looks hilarious. I figured. All right. <laughs> <coughs> well, the reason why I bring it up is yes. because you've seen Die Hard a million times, right? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen this article, but there was always something that always struck me as odd. Okay. Okay. Now it's the and this has been kind of circling. I figured I'd bring it to the show because I don't know if you actually saw this article or not. Probably not. Um. You have that moment where John McClane meets um, what's his face's character, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman character, character, yeah. character. and he asks him what his name is. He's yeah. Bill Clyde, yeah. and then he hands him a gun and hands him the smokes, and they're smoking. And at the moment, you think that uh, he's going to pull the gun and shoot John McClane. McClane's yeah. like, "What do you think it was a fucking idiot?" Blah 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 blah. It never was explained how John McClane knew. That Alan Rickman was a bad guy. Yes. Did it ever kind of... Did you just take... I took it with a grain of salt. I figured it had something to do with the cigarettes. Like, he handed him a cigarette. Because like, it was set up in the movie where John had a problem smoking these cigarettes because there were, like, no filters. or It was a, an odd-tasting tobacco. Yeah. But yet, when Alan Rickman's character, Hans Gruber, takes the cigarette and smokes it, he has no... He doesn't cough. He doesn't... And I always assumed that McLean, then, right then and there, knew... He was a bad guy. See, my my interpretation is a little bit more kind of like a long version. I'll give it to you as, as briefly as I can. I figured John McClane knew that everybody that was in the building was in one area except for the bad guys. Oh, because he was in the party. Right. So, like, everybody was stuck in this party. And then all of a sudden, this guy appears out of nowhere. And he was, like, supposed to be, like, pretending to be an office worker, even though he was... was Clearly. What was his name? Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, yes. They say his name was Bill Clay. <laughs> Clay, yes. But so from there, I think he figured it out. Like, how could this guy be in this building and not get caught when they were looking for him the whole time? They're going floor right, to floor, okay. searching for John McClane. And, you know, like, you know, can't find this guy. This guy who is an office worker has been hiding out this time and, like, gets away. Right. Like, you know, I think it's, like, just for kind of ridiculous. That's how I saw it. Okay, you know what? That's plausible, too. I, I could be. But. There is an actual reason. Okay. Okay, because, let's see, um, it was during a, let's say again, set the season. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because um, the guy who wrote the screenplay, I think it was D'Souza tells it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, let's see where it is. Blah, blah, blah. I'm looking. Okay, according to Stephen E. DeSinza, one this, of the screen. This is, this is so great because you know I always lose my place, and then he like says something. That's that's like now you know how it feels. I know how it feels all the time. It doesn't mean I'm not going to make a comment about it. <laughs> <laughs> like this is not the first time I had to do this. Okay. Um, he's one of the screenwriters. Yes. And he was at like a Q and A for like a completely different movie, and someone's like, "Excuse me, something completely unrelated. I gotta know what's the deal. How did McLean know?" That Gruber was not Bill Clay. Mm-hmm. So as he says, there was supposed to be a scene at the start of the film where each and every one of the terrorists all had the same watch. A Tag Howard watch, to be, uh, to be very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all synchronized. Like, okay, synchronize your watches, right? Right. So each time McLean killed a terrorist, he knows that they had the same watch. For example, when he kills Tony, that's the first terrorist with the glasses who has a bag of detonators... He almost steals his watch because it looks so good. Um, as D'Souza tells it, he steals his cigarettes, which is a laugh. 
he looks at the watch, which gets another laugh because you're thinking he might steal the watch. And as he kills each guy, he knows they all have the same watch. When he talks to Dwayne Robinson, he says, I think these guys are professionals. Their IDs are too good. There is no labels on their clothes, and they all have the same watch. When Bruce offers his cigarettes to Alan Rickman, Bruce sees the watch. You see his eyes look at the watch, and that's how you know he's one of the terrorists. Hmm. The reason why the scene was cut from the film, though, was to hide another continuity mistake involving the ambulance that was supposed to be used as an escape route for the terrorists, but John McTiernan cut it, uh, out both that scene and the subsequent scenes involving the watch to hide the mistake. Okay. So, now you know, Ed. Yes. Now I'm going to watch that movie again to see if Bruce does actually look at watches. His, his, at watches. Yes. Because now I'm like, well, now it brings a new little spin to everything. I, yeah, well, you thought you knew. And... Now uh, Christmas just got a little more bright for me. Uh, All right, so um, what else would you what else would you like to talk about, Ed? Me, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. All right, right. to go from one eighties icon to another. Yes. Apparently, Indiana Jones Five is actually in the works. Yes. It's. I mean, do we move on? Yes. Yeah, we can. I mean, we've talked about it in the past, but we'd like to talk about. No, no, it's official now. It's official. It's official. Uh, It will arrive July nineteenth in twenty nineteen. Yes. And the whole gang's getting back together. The whole gang. Whole gang. Harrison Ford, Steven Spielberg, and Kathleen Kennedy and Frank Marshall are going to produce. I didn't see the whole gang. Where's George Lucas? He's just saying. He's part of that whole thing as well. <laughs> yeah, but once he sold the, the, the rights the, for that $4 billion, it was pretty much... Uh... See you, George. <laughs> yep, you're out. Okay, now this one's a video that Stacy actually saw because it's real techie. Yeah. I'm not going to play the... The, what do you video. Call it? the video, but right. basically, essentially, what it is, it's a tech tat. It's a tech tat mm-hmm. with um, with special ink. Yes, hooked up to certain. Like we've seen, I think we've all seen that video of the guy with the pen that connects circuits mm-hmm. using special ink. Right. Well, now this ink is being able to be transferred onto the human skin. Yes. To be able to imply, like, to be able to do actually, like, keep track of heart monitors and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's a cool video. Stacy brought it. I mean, she might have some words to say to it. I've actually seen the video. Yeah, it's really okay. impressive. Yes. Um, the only thing that caught my attention is, I guess, the fact that you could put this temporary tattoo on, mm-hmm. and it it does your heart monitor and and your oxygen levels and your body temperature and all of this, and you could have it on and like an app on your cell phone mm-hmm. to be able to keep track of it. So, it would be like instead of. Like like for a child that has like diabetes or something, mm-hmm. instead of having to wear the little pack monitor that they have to put like on their jeans with the wires and all of that, you could just put this temporary tattoo on and then the parents, you know, like while they're at school could actually keep track of their child's right levels. Um Sugar levels and yeah, yeah, their sugar levels and their heart rate and and you know if your kid's asthma, are they getting enough oxygen? Blah blah blah. blah. Mm. I am fascinated by it because it's like tech meets tattoos, and I'm like, ooh, that's cool. And then they want to make them as cheap as like a box of band aids, and I'm like, oh, that's. I mean, even if they're not that cheap, if the average person could afford this and be able to keep track of their health like that, that's something that we don't have. Like at all mm-hmm. you know if if 
if for whatever reason you have to check your sugar as like an adult or an older person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The fact that you could have that was really, really interesting to me. I just thought, I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's fascinating. The only thing I, the only thing I always worry about those kind of technologies, the fact is, is like, how far will this go? I mean, right. like, if, if it's just monitoring, that's fine. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's brilliant. And I, and I, I applaud the people that made that. And it's, I hope it really does take off and people use this as like everyday use. But they're like there are also talks of like well they could also minister like like uh, um, uh, medication right you know on this kind of stuff and they right. so that way like you know like if if your son's too low he, they could mm-hmm. give him an adrenal uh, uh, um, uh, insulin insulin thank you insulin shot type of thing the only thing that's dangerous about that is is always like that you know we talk about technology is the fact is that if you're looking at this on the phone mm-hmm. as an app. That's monitoring some child that's miles away from you now right. at this point because you're at your job and he's at school and they're not like right next door to each other. Mm-hmm. That it's on the internet that basically like anybody can right. It could be accessed by ac- someone else. else. Right, and then it becomes like, what will they do with this if they you right. know they, they right. could kill somebody? It's basically. almost like just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yes, I understand completely. But that's but I mean like I I I think I think it's a great idea just to monitor mm-hmm. like situations because if you're just monitoring their their levels of, of right. whatever they need for their health, that is awesome. Like mm-hmm. that's just a great idea. Like to to do to move forward with this. This is, this is great technology that you can, you know, it will make a huge advancement. So imagine if. You could have like a, a profile of yourself and mm-hmm. just have all these tat- temporary tattoos if they have a lot of problems with yourself. And a doctor could actually have the app. And then, right. like, you know, like before you even go in, like, like, you know, a lot of times you go into the doctors and they see you for 20 minutes and they go, all right, well, here's a prescription for, for all these tests you have to take. Mm-hmm. Go to this blood place, get your blood done, get your, you know, take mm-hmm. your uh, urine, get, get some pee and, you know, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you have to do all this stuff and then go back again. And right. then he, you know, after a few weeks, now they can just do it right on the spot mm-hmm. and then be able to go, you know, to diagnose the, the problem a lot quicker. Right. I completely you know. agree. So I was great. super fascinated by it. <laughs> That's awesome. There you have it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on to comic books. Okay. This came out a couple weeks ago, too. You know who Venom is? No. All right. Well, then, never mind. No, it's <laughs> obviously Venom is is the the alien symbiote. I mean, it depends on what version of of Venom you know. Right. He'd be either Eddie Brock, Flash Thompson, a, right. bunch, a handful of other people. Mm-hmm. Apparently, because he's him, and then he helps spawn um, Carnage. Carnage, who yeah. is like the crazy serial killer version of Venom, who's already unhinged enough as it is. Yes. Well, apparently, in Marvel comic books, they're actually going to be doing a five-part crossover based on, it's called the Edge of the, Edge of the Venomverse, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Edge of Venomverse. Look at me, I'm smart. I, I can, I, <laughs> That's the cover right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it's basically, there's a, a whole bunch of symbiotes arrive who infect the Marvel Universe. As okay. far as, like, Ghost Rider, Wolverine, Old Man Logan, actually. X-23, um, Thor, Iron Man, the whole gang. Right. And I'm just saying. And apparently, I just read something I didn't even know. Apparently, the alien symbiote that became Venom was first attached to Deadpool. Really? Yeah, according to this article. I don't know how... uh, (laughs) The Deadpool is also infected with the virus, which is odd since the Merc with a mouth 
has already carried this symbiote before in last year's Deadpool Back in Black. Uh, they learned that Deadpool was the first, was the host before Spider-Man in Secret Wars, though Deadpool's personality may have been the one to drive the symbiote completely insane. All right. You know, got to tie it all together in one big giant ball universe. Wow. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, anything that kind of gets anybody to pick up a comic book. Yeah. You know, it's... I mean, you, you take... I think Marvel kind of takes the things like what's popular right now, what do people love, and let's give them more. Let's like they had a, a Carnage crossover that I was interested in, and I mm. bought it because it was Carnage based. You know, I was mm. like, all right, I like him. Then Venom became Toxin, which was like another symbiote that attached to him, and he could heal people. While Flash Thompson, um, Venom, Flash Thompson, for those people who don't know, used to be part of Spider Man's universe. He was. You know, the kid that picked on, he was Spider-Man's bully, well, mm. Pete's bully. Then they became friends in college. You know, like how most, at times, it happens. Mm. But the one thing Flash Thompson always was throughout the entire run was that he was always Spider-Man's biggest fan. And he went off into, like, during the, um, after 9-11, they actually had Flash join the army. Mm-hmm. And he came back with, he lost his legs in the war. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then apparently, I don't know exactly when it happened or how it happened, because at that point, after a brand new day came out, after they dissolved um, Pete's and MJ's marriage, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm out, yeah. fuckers. Um, apparently, they were able to capture the symbiote by itself without it being attached to Brock Lesnar anymore. Mm-hmm. I think because Brock was getting, uh, he was having, he got cancer from it. Okay. Of memory, I'm trying to, I, right now someone's going, that's not how it happened. Whatever. Kiss my ass. All right. <laughs> point B. That's how I remember that's it. That's how I remember it, kids. Um, but what the point is, is that the government had it, and they were looking for somebody who was strong-willed enough to be able to control the symbiote, and that wound up being Flash Thompson. So Flash, for a while, was a was Venom, okay. but as a government agent. Right. On a side note, I started picking up that one because Flash then moved to Philadelphia. As Venom. Yes. And I was like, oh, wait, Venom's down in Philadelphia? I have to read this. Yeah. It was not a bad run. I liked it. I don't know if he's still there because I kind of... When when I start collecting comic books, it winds up falling into that big, deep well of, I'm paying how much a week for comic books? Oh, I gotta, I gotta walk away. Like, I, I, have to, I have to cold turkey it or not. I'm, I'm fucked. Yeah. You know, like, now I'll spend like $100 in graphic novels, but at least it's a complete story. Yeah. You know, it's like, a, it's a beginning, middle, and end, not to... Beginning, middle, 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 no end. Like, you know. <laughs> Missing an issue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How the fuck did I miss number three? Yeah, like, I was there every fucking week. So, uh, you know, and then now it looks like, uh, hey, look, he's coming back. All but right. The big one I want to talk about, Ed. Yeah. Is a movie trailer that okay. you brought to Stacy's attention. Yes. That I saw, I saw the night before you sent it out to use you, you message it to Stacey and I. I seen it in between you seeing Sean seeing it mm. and Ed sending me the link to it. Right. I actually seen it because a friend of mine who is also a Disney nut, but not in like the way that I am, more in like, oh, it's every, any, she loves anything that's Disney related, mm. even if it's not really related, she loves it because to her, it's just great to see another thing be brought to life if Mm. you will whereas like there's people like me that's like you better fucking get that right you know and she's not like that so she shared it and there was it was like oh my god heart face emojis 
excited emojis. And I'm like, what the fuck is this all about? I need to see. Because, you know, me being who I am, I absolutely had to see it. And then, like, maybe five minutes later, you sent me the link to it. Like, okay. like, you, like we just knew. <laughs> and that link is the Little Mermaid trailer for 2017. Now, I saw it the night before. Like, I, I, she wants to say, like, I remember looking and going, hey, babe. But it was kind of late at night, and she was asleep. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm going to watch it. You know, and be like, well, that doesn't seem Disney, at all Disney-related. I'm like, it must be more on the Hans Christensen and it's in Anderson. Hans. Hans. Hans Gruber. Hans. Booby. Hans. Booby. Um, the trailer, yeah, I don't know how I feel about the movie. Like, I obviously, I know I'm going to wind up seeing it at some point. Because she's going to want to go and I'm seeing it. What? Why are you going to look at me like that? I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to finish. I'm, I mean, there's nothing. I'm like, obviously, I'll see that. This looks like a movie that's going to go direct to video. Honestly. Yeah. I, there's nothing appealing about it. It doesn't even look like it's, it's... It's got nothing to do with the mermaid outside of the fact that it, a mermaid's in it. Seems even more about the boy, the girl, and, and this guy. Stacy probably looked more, more research on it than I have. I have almost analyzed the trailer. <laughs> okay. I've <clears throat> never read Hans Christian Andersen version of The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Never read it. It was like 18-something when he wrote it, right? right. It's a bit too old for me in reading. Can't go there, Hans, right? So most of my knowledge, Little Mermaid, is directly related to Disney. Yeah. It's because of what they created, yeah. right? So when someone's like, oh, Little Mermaid, I'm like, oh, you mean Ariel? Because she has a name. Address her by her name, right? <laughs> because I'm, Bitch. <laughs> right, because I'm, I'm serious about my mermaid, you know? Now, I love mermaid-related things. That love started with Ariel, though. She's okay. the right. foundation of that. Love mermaid <laughs> things. I've done mermaid makeup before. I, you know, I wanted the stupid little mermaid pillow that like broke me out in a rash, so I didn't buy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, love. I'm, it, I'm from an island, so I spent my whole life on, in the beach. You yeah. know, so like in my head, I'm a mermaid, but like not really. I tell Sean all the time, I'm really close to being a mermaid because my thighs touch. They they're just not connected, <laughs> you know. Like I make a joke about it all the fucking time. I did see on like Facebook there was like these these suits, these like mermaid tails. I want one. I know yeah. exactly. It's like a mermaid tail, and it's like a like a nylon. Yeah. You know, like like what a bathing suit would be made yeah. out of, and the tail is like the fins of your flippers that you would wear if you were like going diving or something, yeah, yeah. Or snorkeling, and that's the fins. And then you put your feet in it, and you like roll it up all the way. To your hips. Yeah. There are classes that p- some people give to teach you how to swim with one of those on. I want one so bad, Ed. Yeah. I'm like, I want a mermaid. I want to be a mermaid. I need the hair. <laughs> I need like a little she- seashell, b- <coughs> like a barrette. You know, like I need that. I mean, I, I don't need like the C-cup bra because, I mean, I, you know, I'm an honest person. I don't have the body for that. But if I did, I'd be all over that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd be all over that, right? Neither here nor there. Back to the movie. To me, it seems like the little girl, um, basically, there is a little girl and a guy that run into like a carnival or Mm. something, what it seems. The carnival has a mermaid sideshow involved with it. The mermaid clearly is being held against her will and is not feeling it, right? Mm. For whatever reason, the little girl and the mermaid have some kind of connection the Mm -hmm. second the little girl seems the mermaid in this 
tank. Tank. You know, like this very small tank for I mean, personally, if you can have a mermaid in a tank, make that bitch big so you can see her like flip around or whatever. <laughs> no, this is like her laying in a tank. Like she can't even do any cool tricks. You're not using her mermaidness to its abilities, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so basically it seems like this little girl is drawn to being a mermaid. Mm. And the actual mermaid tells her that there's a story in the ocean that says that there is a mermaid on land that's not actually a mermaid. Mm. It's a human, but she has like a mermaid soul. It's is how I kind of understood it, you know? Mm. Um it has nothing and nothing to do with Disney's Little Mermaid. Fucking nothing, mm. right? I was way more concerned about since Disney's Little Mermaid is called The Little Mermaid, it's not just called Little Mermaid, are they allowed to use that title? Like, if it was A Little Mermaid, whatever, the gloves are off. Fuck, go fuck yourself, Disney, you can't do anything about it. Mm. But because it's The, like, are they even allowed to do that? Sean actually, like, explained to me that it's the book title that they're stealing, which Disney does not own. Right, because it's it, because Disney, way they say it, it's Disney's The Little Mermaid. Right. They have to have the Disney name in front of right. it to to literally have it, like, the legal claim to right. it. Right. Like, they can't claim The Little Mermaid. That's, like, the, right. it's Hans Christian Anderson. They couldn't get the rights. They're like, all right, well, we'll put Disney's The Little Mermaid. Right. We're okay. You know, like, right. they, they That we own. Right. Um, so he explained that to me, and I, I I wasn't confused anymore. You know, um, yes, I love Ariel, and yes, I love Disney, but I also have a love for mermaid related things. You know, like there's mermaid makeup brushes that I really want, all kind of shit. Right? If it mm. sparkles and looks like it belongs to a mermaid, I want that shit. Okay. Mm. <laughs> because there is a mermaid. I mean, I love the movie Splash. Mermaid. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? True. Because there is a... Isn't there another one called like Aquamarine or something like that? or uh, With like a blonde girl in it? I can't remember the color of that. I think I know what you're talking about. And I think the mermaid in it is like sandy beach blonde. Yeah. But I think it was like a, a early 2000s yeah, movie that yeah. like wasn't that popular. Yeah. I vaguely remember it, but not enough for me to be like, oh my gosh, I remember that. Here's the plot about it. You yeah. know? But I, I, I slightly know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Um, I will probably want to see it because, I mean, it's a mermaid. <laughs> I like mermaids, you know. I'm way more concerned about the – because a lot of people that I know know how much I love The Little Mermaid and Ariel and all of that. Just like when Suicide Squad came out, for like a whole fucking week, my Facebook was <laughs> lit up with people like, oh, my God, Stacy, did you see this? What do you think about this? Blah, blah, blah. It's like everyone wanted my fucking opinion on it, right? Like, mm. I'm not that important. I like to think that I am because, you know, I got some narcissistic tendencies. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> I'm not that important of a person. And I can admit that. Right. You know, like, I, that's why I have the tendencies, not like full-blown narcissists. You know, right. like. I would like to think that the world revolves around me, but in reality it doesn't, and I know that. But people are going to light up my Facebook about this movie yeah, just because it's called The Little Mermaid. I'm going to have to explain to people this has nothing to do with Disney. Everything you know about Ariel has nothing to do. I feel like I'm going to have to talk to to not-so-smart people. Because, (laughs) you know, some people... Some people I know are very aware that this has nothing to do with Disney. You cannot compare it 
to the Disney's The Little Mermaid. Well, the thing is, is that the trailer is misleading. I, like, yes. like, like when I before I sent it to you, I thought it was I thought it was Disney's Little Mermaid, and mm-hmm. I'm like, now I'm pretty much I'm pretty much on tab of whatever Disney's doing. Like, right. Even if even if I don't have a fucking clue, my wife tells me. Yes. This is what Disney's doing. You know, <laughs> right. kind of thing. Right. She she gives me the information I need to right. to keep going, and I'm like, okay, great. Thanks for thanks for the for the info. So for me, it's always like. I always know when when a Disney movie comes, especially something like that. That would mm-hmm. be a big one because Sipon is a huge the little, Disney's Little Mermaid fan. Pfft. Ain't got nothing on me. I, probably <laughs> not. I, I, I think you've got to be I, by twelve be miles, <laughs> but by a nice ten uh, inch gap on your arm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, but the thing is, is like like every because it was just hilarious because he met the Little Mermaid at, at Disney and he goes, "I have a pack of things too." And he goes, "She goes, that's nice." And she taps him <laughs> on the top of the head, like, and he was like, "I think she thought I was retarded or something." I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you can't tell the difference. <laughs> 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 but, that's, but that's you know like but that like to so every time like before you came along mm-hmm. every time the little mermaid come up hey sip on did you see this you right. know like i right. like because that's the way people are it's just like mm-hmm. like for a while like i would talk about blues music like i love blues music at one point and actually a friend of mine got me involved with it and we used to play in a band together and I would talk about blues a lot, like how the you know stylings and how everything was played and that kind of stuff. So every time something blues came up, people would ask me, and Let's I'm ask like, it. he knows, right? Like I'm like I'm not an expert. I just know right. enough to be dangerous. Like right. that's pretty much it. You know, I, understand, I completely understand that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there is one one last thing. I okay, bring up, and it's um, we since all three of us saw Logan. Yes. You know. Some of us by accident. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been a trend lately. I don't okay. know, you know, of black and white films. And by trend, I mean Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, they... There they, was supposed to have been... There's a black and white version. Yes. You know, on the, the collector's edition. The black and chrome version. Yes. Right. Yes. Well, apparently it was confirmed that Logan is going to have a black and white version on the Blu-ray. Wow, all right. Uh, and I'm going to be... I, I, I will probably watch it again like that in black and white because I think it might be a little bit more powerful. Like sometimes black and white can can change a tone of a movie. Yes, no, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. And the thing is, is that with with Logan and, and the way it was shot was the fact is, is there wasn't much color to this movie. No, it was very with. very earthy tones. Very earthy tones, exactly is the way best way to put it. And so the so the to have a black and white version of it, I think it would make it give it more of a I don't know what a better way to say it, like a creepier version, like in a way, okay. like, like, a, right. like a like a like a like a like a almost like because, like I said, there were scenes that I was watching this. I thought I was watching a horror movie. That's yeah. how, like that's how, and then and especially some of the gore that was in that movie. You're just like, Whoo. yeah, I loved it, but it was hey, just yo, like, you're like there was a couple moments where I I was like, ooh, yeah, like ooh, like there's a scene where uh, not to spoil to spoil it, but it's more of an action scene where. Logan's got he's driving the Cadillac and then he knocks the car into this moving train that so it was like I was like ouch yes. like that ooh that's gonna leave ooh, I was like oh to me though the 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 worst one I'm not gonna say what it, I'm not gonna say what was in the scene but the, the where the setup was is in the hotel room oh yeah you know and uh-huh. the way that the physics of that was it was just like 
I bought it. I was like, I'm like, yeah. that totally makes yeah. total so much sense when they did that. It was just like the way the way it worked. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's glorious. It's great. I I, I love that scene. I definitely want to see. It. I, it was an interview with Deadline. Uh, Mangold, this guy, directed it. Mm-hmm. He was asked when fans would see the black and white Logan. Uh, the site states after dancing around the question, he confirmed it. It would be on the Blu-ray. Okay. So there you have it. You want to, can't wait to see the Blu-ray. The, can't see the black and white version. Wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah. I wonder. See now, right away, I'm going. What, I wonder what kind of packaging they're going to have. Like still book. That's uh, what kind of packaging it's going to be in a still book. Maybe there's a collector set of all <laughs> the all the movies, like all the Wolverine movies together in one. Like, just saying. I would like to see that. It'll be in some cool claw things. They did and that. They oh, did that fuck. already. They did that already. And he he ripped that to shreds. Oh, I did. Yes, I, I was not because it was not not an impressive package. It wasn't. I I have to admit, like like I didn't buy it because I like I'm like a fan, but I'm like. Yeah, I just don't see the the appeal of this. Why you would want this kind of collection? But I'm like, all right, whatever. Some people loved it, and it's like, great, good for you, enjoy it. But like, you know, cheap, really paying it. Like, I'm like, it's it's like if it was a glove that you could wear, like that would be awesome. But like, yeah, I buy it. Of course, there would probably be a lot of accidents. <laughs> hey, honey, got clank, clank, clank. Oh, you knocked over the vase that had so much sentimental value because you got to wear stupid plastic claws. But no, it's snake, snake. I'm, I'm Wolverine, baby. No, you're not. <laughs> you'll, you'll never be Wolverine. You jack me. <laughs> also, too, I fantasize about him with sex with you. <laughs> oh, thanks. I, I would say it's mainly because the, the mo- it was just the movies. You know how I'm about special features. Yeah. It's got to have all the bells and whistles. Oh, yeah. This one was just like, oh, and here's this movie, and here's that movie, and I'm like, that was a two disc collection. What? Where's the? Where's the second? Where's disc? the second disc? Oh, nope, just the movie. I'm like, fuck that, then. Like, if you're gonna give it to me, give it all. Give me the full Wolverine. <laughs> give me the full Logan. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much time do we have? Uh, probably about ten minutes. Okay, so I have a question. Yeah. For use guys. Use oh, guys. Right? Something I probably didn't know was coming. So I fell down a hole on MTV, okay, and started watching a new show oh. that they have. I didn't mean to fall down this hole, Ed. I kind of stumbled on it and then okay. it hooked the fuck out of me. I, I like it so much I have to DVR. I'm going to have to DVR it. Because like I, ca- I just can't wait for the next day for it to come on demand, right? All right. So my question is, is let's say... You're stranded on an island, okay? Uh, you have a million dollars with you on that island, right? Okay. You're stranded for 40 days. All right. There are There's drones following you with cameras. No camera crew, right? All right. So once every, like, three or four days, you get a phone call on, like, a satellite phone right. that asks you if you would like to purchase things out of your million dollars that are going to help you on your... 40 day mission, right? Okay. At the end of that 40 days, you have the potential to walk away with a million bucks, right? Would you be willing to spend some of that money in order to buy some of the things that you feel necessary to survive? If so, what things would you need to buy? Now, those things are going to cost you a lot. Like a like a two person tent's like thirty grand. Okay. Okay. And 
Then are you by yourself? No. There's nine other strangers with you on that island. The, the TV show, by the way, is called Stranded, Stranded with, with a Million Dollars. dollars. She, didn't, she kind of left out the name of the show. Well, because she was... I, I wanted to like, <laughs> catch him. Because the minute... I know that the minute it say, oh, I got caught into a show on MTV, y'all are like, stupid <laughs> fucking TV shows on MTV. Yeah, you, you, sh- know? you should admit the MTV part. Like, <laughs> I, I can't. Right. I can't because I want to be honest. I found this show. I'd be like, okay. you know. And then after a while, like, where was it on? MTV. Oh. <laughs> right. But so, anyway, go ahead. So my question is, you're stranded. Ten people. Ten people. You and nine other people. You right? and nine other okay. people. Now, do they have a million dollars? No, each, y'all just... have to split that million at the end. Okay. Okay, so the, the, at the end, there's between the ten of you, there's the potential for y'all to split a million dollars between ten people. So theoretically, you could go home. All ten people make it the forty days. You could go home with a hundred thousand dollars. Theoretically, okay, if you didn't buy anything, right? There's, there's, you can, you can get a pizza delivered, like drone delivered. Boom, pizza, right? You can get two-person tents. There's machetes. There's hacksaws. There's you know a jar of peanut butter, a can of Pepsi. Really stupid things. And then there's things like a tarp that you would need to like build shelter with, and things that are act you know like a like a match kit to to make fire in case you didn't know how to start a fire mm-hmm. with like a bunch of brush, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so my question is: is what things would be worth it to you to take away from your hundred grand? Now, is there any rules? Yes, there's a lot of them. There is a lot of rules. I, 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 I mean, the reason why I ask, ask these questions is because, I mean, if anything goes, well, my no. imagination could go pretty well, wide no. the, and pretty bad. But go ahead. The couple of the rules are is that you have to all agree on the purchase. Majority rules. Oh, okay. It's a majority rules kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like if you go. Wait, wait, oh, wait. I have the million dollars. and No, the- no, no. That's the thing. It's it's a show. It's you and 10 billion all together, you and nine other people have a million dollars. Okay, so it's not just me having the no, million. No, so no. it's shared amongst. Okay, all right. right, all right never but mind. Okay. every dollar that you spend has to be agreed upon because, yeah, you can go. Well, if we all make it forty days without buying anything, we all walk away a hundred grand richer. So why can't I spend five thousand dollars on a pizza? Because. Because it's getting taken out of the million dollars that you're all splitting at the end. Right. So, like, if you want a can of soda, it was what, $1,000? It was $1,000 for a 12 ounce. Everybody had to agree that you could buy that soda. Uh huh. Because I'd be like, if there's no rules, I'd be like, yeah, I want a gun with uh, nine bullets. No, it's not like that. No, 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 no. Come on. No. Anybody else, anybody else in the room, if if anything goes, would that that be an argument? I mean, is it the Hunger Games? Because, I mean, may the odds be ever in your favor, bitch. You know what I mean? So, like, I get where you're going. I mean, I'm like, all right, not a gun. I can use it. I can do a hatchet. I can work out while I'm, I'm doing it. I mean, you do get a flare gun, and each... One of the flares has a person's name that is participating. So, like, in the first, like, three days, one of the girls was like, I can't handle this. Shot the flare. Now it's down to nine people. Yeah. So now nine people are splitting this million dollars. I'm just saying with the gun, just, like, going, like, pointing it up and then just pointing it <laughs> and shooting up. You could get a lot of trouble. This is a... a Air quote see, reality. Like, see, like, show. like, yeah, like, say, I, I hate these kind of reality shits. I You're really right. do because, like, Survivor, it's like that's not fucking Survivor. Have them just a bunch of cameras hanging off trees or whatever. Well, that's how it is. Nobody, nobody's there, you know, kind of thing. It's like lure the flies. You get thrown off a boat with what you're wearing, and it's like <laughs> good fucking luck. 
you know, we'll, we're going to see how it happens in 40 days or whatever it is, or whatever they, they, they decide to film this like length of time. Right. And whoever survives is the survivor, you know, like, well, that, right. that's how it is. There is cameras in the trees yeah. and there is drones that are flying around with, there is no camera crew on this Island. Yeah. There's no guy on the side going, yo, yo, act scared. Yeah. That, yeah. that is not there at all. In fact, when they pull the extraction flare, a helicopter has to like fly in, land. The person who's leaving gets in the helicopter and then they go. That they have no human interaction with anyone but the 10 people that are placed on this island. There's nothing. I realize I feel, that I you're like, like it's Because you know, obviously, they're not going to have like a camera where you're peeing and shitting, you know, like that kind of thing. I'm like, come here. <laughs> Take a walk with me. Buddy, come on. No. <laughs> and now there's only nine of us. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. I don't know. I think he fell into a small, shallow grave. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that dent Martha looks either like the stick I'm holding in his head. I don't know. He fell and he got stabbed 17 times. <laughs> <laughs> could be could be some kind of tribe here. I was cleaning my machete when it suddenly went off. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though. Would you be willing to spend money to get that machete? Well, that's I, the thing, though. I mean, like, I'd have to see the environment first. I mean, I'd have to survey what we have. Like, I mean, I'm one of those kind of people that's like, let's take an inventory. Let's let's see what's here that we don't need, like, right away. Like, like can we make a fire? What kind of food can we, you know, survive on? Like, like, is the water drinkable? Like, those are the the first like th- questions. Right. What's on the ground? Because like, like I've seen survival shows where like there's bugs and stuff. Yeah, and, and you, you have, have to, to elevate. Make, you yeah. have to elevate yourself. So it's like, like stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. stuff I've learned. It's like through television and through. <laughs> I learned everything I learned from surviving on an island by watching television <laughs> <laughs> or, or the internet. You know, kind of thing. So like, there's there's certain things that I would know right away. Like mm-hmm. this is what we need to do. It's like, can I survive without spending a dime? And then it becomes like. I went on a pizza. It's a thousand dollars. Like fuck you. Like five like, grand. Five grand for a five pizza. Gr- five fucking grand for <laughs> pizza. Yeah. How many? Just one pizza. One. A p- like a pizza, like a large. Eight pizza. slices of a pizza. Eight slices of a pizza. So two people are fucking out. Well, here's the thing. There only three episodes have aired so far, right? And I watched all three back to back because the people don't get along on this island. So for me, it's way more entertaining I, to watch them argue. No shit, because you're <laughs> right? all fighting for a million dollars. Right. right. You know? So one of the guys is very friendly, and he, you know, like alliances are forming. General MTV bullshit, right? <laughs> so, but one of the guys is like, you know, we have to spend money to survive. Get it out of your head now. We are not walking out of here with a million dollars. We're not. If we can spend a hundred thousand right off the top right now, we'll never have to buy another machete. We'll never have to buy another tarp. That will last us that those forty days. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So he's like, and I'm like, all right, I can I can kind of see that. Spend a little money on the the things that you need to be able to to make it to the end. Because if you don't, you're fucked. And if you do it like twenty days in. Well, you already made it twenty days without it. You can't make it another twenty days. Like, well, that's stupid. What's well, the saying? Like, like I mean, I know there's there's stuff you're gonna have to buy because you, you right odds are you're gonna need a machete for one reason or another because you because you're not gonna be able to cut down branches to make some kind of hut to, right to live in. You know, like, right? Well, I mean, it's or, so... or get that for firewood. Right. Like I didn't see any of the episodes, but I, I it sounds like the machete option was one of the first things you could have bought, and well, I. There, what it is 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 
you get like a like a tablet that will ring every few days. You know, like a, like a, an alarm goes off, and everybody runs to the tablet, and it says like the the these are the things that you can buy. The things are the same every single week. Oh, okay. Like every or every time that the the tablet goes off, yeah. you know, the things are exactly the same. So in the very beginning, you can buy the exact same shit that are going to be offered to you in the very end. It's always going to be the same. There's one guy who his sole purpose in the in the show, he feels like all he wants to do is push people's buttons enough to get them to leave. Because he's like, the less people, the less you have to split it with. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's also like, um, works for like the Texas Homeland Security or some shit. So he sure thinks he's does. like this big badass, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, I can do this. Like, I don't. We don't need all of this stuff right now. Let's get some of these people out of the way for like, let's push them to their extremes. Let's not get a fishing pole and go fishing. Like let's live off fucking coconuts and dripping water for a few days, push the weaker people out of the way, get it down to the stronger people. And then let's spend some money on keeping us stronger people here to, to get that money in the end. Like he has a whole different kind of strategy. You know what I mean? But it is interesting seeing the different ways that these people have these strategies to how they're going to make it to these 40 days. Mm. Some of the people you instantly look at them and know, bitch, you're going home. You're not making it. I got to admit, I don't get a, a Coca-Cola every, no, 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 bitch. I'm out flare gun. Pff, right. I'm done. I'm not that survivor person. <laughs> I'm just, I could probably live without electricity and like Facebook and the internet and shit like that. But like, I have to have caffeine. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm out <laughs> like, no, but there's other people that, you know, they come in, their makeup's done and their hair's done. And I'm like, oh, the bitch, you're gone. The minute you realize you can't bathe, you're going to be, you just pull your flare now. You know what I mean? But some of them, I'm like, mm, are you going to make it? And are y'all going to fight? And if you fight, do you get kicked off? Because, like, on most MTV shows, if you're going to fight, you get sent home. Like, you're yeah. not allowed to fight. Right. So I'm like, you know, if if you – that's going to make it easier on everybody. You two just got into a fight. Boom, that's down, too. You didn't have to pull your flare. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm interested in it because I like the drama of it. But at the same time, it makes me think, what would I be willing to spend money on to make it to the end to get the big prize? I mean, I would think you'd want to spend money like right off the bat. If if we had like, because every checkpoint you get another hundred thousand mm. dollars. Okay, so right ten up, checkpoints, you end up with a million dollars. Right. Okay. That's over the course of forty days. But like, right out the gate, I mean, like if we're in a lush jungle environment, you're going to want a machete, yeah. basically not only for you know to cut down the high vines, but also for firewood. Yeah, you know, I would. I would probably spend. Say, look, we need a machete. We need matches because does anybody here know how to build a fire with what you see on the ground? No, well, some, done. Some people did know because the first time or like their ordering round, the first time round they didn't buy anything, nothing, mm-hmm. and then they figured out for like a whole another four days how hard it was going to be without buying anything. Because I agree, you got to spend a little bit of that money to be able to make it. Right. Well, some people were actually like taking their shoelaces out of their shoes. And putting it on like a piece of wood and like spinning the right. shoelace, which the friction would in turn like cause the smoke right. and the fire and right. all of that. You know what I mean? But the shoelaces were breaking faster than they could get the fire started. Yeah, so they had you, like you have, to, you have to use bark. You have to strip right. the bark off the tree 
because the bark is more pliable right. and it's playable. So you put the stick and you have to get a piece of split wood and basically you have to find a piece of very dry wood yes. that has a split in it and you stick the stick in there and you just Ed's ready. back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. And then when the smoke comes, you start giving a little bit more oxygen, uh-huh. but you keep, you keep that spinning going. So it's like a two-man, almost two-hour opportunity. And it was. Two people were doing it at the same, same time. time. Right. So that thing. So when you create that fire, now you have to keep that fire going. So yes. then you get the, the dry brush and you keep going and mm-hmm. you have a pit, basically. So you have to dig, actually, a pit into it right. and then start adding wood. But you have to keep that fire going 24-7. Uh-huh. That's the hard part. Well, also the problem is, too, is that you have – there's checkpoints. So you're constantly moving towards a goal. Yeah. It's not just – 40 days in a stationary spot because she told me, it's like, okay, well, to get from checkpoint A to checkpoint B, you have three hours to get it, and it's three kilometers. So you have to, and you all have to be there before the time ends in order for you to be able to shop again. For you to get that next, every checkpoint, you earn $100,000. Three, three hours, three kilometers. Well, It was um, like 3.5 kilometers, and they had like three hours to get there. Okay, well, that's, that's very doable. Sure. And, and they did yeah. make it. They did make it. But one of the girls was already like feeling sick because she hadn't eaten. She was super small, had no fat to 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 give. You know what I mean? There was no protein for the life of me. I haven't figured out why no one's gone fishing yet. That's like my biggest complaint about the, they're on an island. Go fishing. Get you some. Pro- you have to have protein. Like you cannot fucking live for forty days off coconuts. You're not gonna fucking do it. You're gonna make yourself sick. Mm. She started to get sick. Well, when they figured out that they had to move from checkpoint one to checkpoint two and that they only had X amount of time to do it. And this is like on a deserted, I mean, somebody owns it because MTV's there. So clearly somebody has the rights to this island. But this is like on a very vegetated, up and down, mountainy island. Mm. You know what I mean? So they're not just walking like across the beach for like three point something kilometers. Right. They're like walking through brush and hills and like swamplands and it's horrible. Well, they told her, are you going to make this? Because we all have to make it there. If we don't make it there because you couldn't make it there, we all lose that that 100000 Every checkpoint, you add another 100000 to your bank. Mm. You know what I mean? So if you don't get to the second checkpoint in time... You don't get that hundred thousand. You guys think I'm kidding, but I mean, like, if there's one less contestant on the island, and you're looking at me, it's like, yeah, I did it. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, but, but, I mean, she's, she she was the weak link of this of this. Well, of they this ended journey. up convincing her to pull Be- her flare because like- because three and a half kilometers is a little over three miles. Like, uh, actually, three three point five kilometers is two point one seven eight four. Miles. So how 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 like how long do you think it'll take you to walk a mile? I don't know. Twenty uh, minutes. Okay. Yeah, but walking a flat mile is different than walking a hilly. A, a hilly okay. Okay. So, so you you multiply that by three. So uh-huh. you so you have one hour to do a mile. So two over two miles that gives you a little over two hours. So right. that gives you three and a half. You should have almost an hour worth I, I of extra time agree. to right. get to the next checkpoint. Right. So if some weak link is keeping you behind... Oh, that bitch got to go. Right. And she's not pulling a flare. <laughs> Guess what? I'm pulling the flare, but it ain't going up. <laughs> <laughs> well, she ended, they ended up convinced... Because she was very sick, she couldn't stop vomiting. They were like, did you eat like a bad... F- Berry that you like, they couldn't figure out why this girl was so sick. Like she was dehydrated. She probably was. De- I mean, they found running fresh water like off of the side of a mountain. You know what I mean? That was like trickle, trickle, trickle that they filled up these little <laughs> coconut halves. You know what I mean? Like they found fresh water, but she 
clearly didn't have like the body mass to be able to withstand this kind of thing. I mean, I don't got it either. I mean, I probably have too much body mass. You know what I mean? But <laughs> they ended up convincing her like you you cannot hold us back because if we don't make it there, it's going to be your fault. And she pulled her flare and went home. And then during the trip to the first because I can, checkpoint, I can guarantee you the the ten the ten people that were there it was because they wanted to be on TV. Oh yeah, they think oh, they're yeah, going to sure. get an acting career oh, after yeah. this. This you know, like I'm going to do this survival I, I, thing on MTV. Oh, yeah. and then, I, I have not seen a single commercial or a single ad except maybe like a brief. It's going to be ten beautiful people. They're not really. They're not. It is not ten beautiful okay. people. It is not at all ten beautiful people. What kind of people are they? Um, one of the guys is. Um, an army vet. One of the guys is the Texas Homeland Security guy. One of the girls is like just a mom. You know, like she left her husband and her son at home to be able to come do this. She doesn't have a job. She's like a stay-at-home mom. I I don't consider these people beautiful people. You know what I mean? Uh, well, um, I one cons- of the guys is like a TV anchor for some. How place. old are they? Like in their mid twenties. Right to me, a mid twenties is the beautiful people. It's the it's the people that MTV want you to admire. And to me, they're they may not have to be good looking, but they all sit in that successful, young, relatively built people. You know that are are the kind of it's the society's MTV societal look is like you need to look like this and be like this to be accepted in the world today. So that's the beautiful people aspect. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily see it like that. Um, but all of the people are physically fit in some way. So I'm confident more than just 10 people applied sure. to be on this show. Oh, I'm sure it was one of those. There was probably some kind of weeding out, um, process. Weeding out process. Like you have to give you a physical. Like I couldn't go on that show because I have sleep apnea. I right. Can't, if you have I, like diabetes, you, you're right. not going to be able to do it because they don't have like medicine. Right. As a girl, I'm like, you're there for 40 days, bitch. When are you bleeding? You know what I mean? Like right. there's, as a girl, there was things that I was thinking about. Cause I'm like, can you order like your <laughs> female necessities? Because right. you're going to need those 40 days. Right. Somebody's gonna need that at some point in time, right? You know what I mean? Like you, I mean you, I mean it's mother nature. You can't get around it. You know what I mean? It's piqued my interest, and I'm probably gonna keep watching it <laughs> because I just know that I, I just have to see how many people make it to the end. All right, all right. Well, there you go, folks. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters live here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to hear the podcast version of the show, you can by hitting the About section on our Facebook page or go to iTunes or wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you're a Google user, you can go to the Google Play Music uh, uh, section of the Google Play Store and uh, search for us and we'll be there for you. And if you want to contact Ed, on anything you may have seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at words. At wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week, folks. Bye! And we're back, folks. Welcome back, everybody. All right. Um, so there is actually one more thing I wanted to add, too. Stacy has... I, Her and I have been watching the uh, Mama June from Not to Hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know why she's shaking her head. I missed the last episode, but... It's you know who Mama June is. 
Is that the one from uh, Honey the, Boo Boo? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. Yes. Yeah. And, and right. from t- Tyler's Terrors and Tyler's yes. Tyler's yeah. Tyler's and Terrors. Yep. So apparently she went through this whole um, lost a lot of weight. Went through the gastric bypass surgery. Well, not about the bypass surgery, but the with the tubular one. You know, and uh, to lose weight. Uh-huh. And I have yet to see the end results because uh, I'm watching it. <laughs> it it's quite entertaining, but I still feel like it's kind of forced reality in a way because there's moments because Mama June's a very large woman. Yes. And there's moments in the show where, like, that first episode looked like she was wearing a fat suit. She did an interview addressing uh, Oh, she did an interview addressing that, and and what did she say? Yeah. She says that she did not wear a fat suit at all. She said she didn't wear a fat suit at all. Okay. Just, I'm just reinterpreting case that she's not picked up on that. Right, yeah. Um, now, I'm going to, I would like, I wish I had a pie chart, or like a, a, a video screen to go, here's exhibit A. Yes. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because, you know when uh, an actor wears a fat suit? Yeah how their movements are like they can't it's like wearing Batman uh, Michael Keaton's Batman cowl in the 1989 movie yeah like he couldn't fully turn his neck so he kind of right. moved his whole upper body there's <laughs> Steve's laughing because I'm actually doing the huh <laughs> upper body like huh? yeah you know like I don't understand like I can't move my neck so I just kind of I, I look like a bobble head. yeah you know so there's moments more like a weeble wobble weeble than a bobble okay. But there's moments in the show where they do the, like, you know, hey, here's something going on, and then they talk about what's going on. Like, what was going on in this scene, and how are you feeling, kind of confessional type thing. Yeah. And there was a couple times where her head's kind of not swiveling around in her neck. It's She's kind of moving her whole shoulder. She's very fixed in, like, one position. Mm-hmm. And act, I don't want to say acting, but reacting more with her eyes and her facial expressions rather than her body. Mm-hmm. Now, again, that's what it looked like to me. And apparently, like the next second episode, I, I it looked even more like that. And Stacy was like, "People on the internet are saying that like she looks like she's wearing a fat suit," only because like obviously the show is is done mm-hmm. and she lost that weight. So what you're watching is kind of the progression. So if you're gonna have those cutscene moments, they're done after the show has been filmed. Yes. So it would make sense. And again, it would make sense for her to be wearing a padded outfit or suit. Like, cause like when she starts losing the weight, cause she had the surgery, like at the end of the first or second episode, um, you can start seeing right away. She's got the, you know, the loose skin under her chin mm. going on and stuff like that. So it would make sense that during those cut scenes, those confessional parts, confessional parts of her talking about that scene we just watched yeah that she'd wear some sort of padding uh, I really don't have a stance on this but I'm right. just gonna I'm just gonna state what I think and then okay. and then you go from there uh the fact is is that like you you always say they do, they do the confessionals after the fact like after they shoot the whole thing right. and generally they don't like oh. one of the one of the things that for a lot of these reality televisions is, is that they want your gut reaction like as soon as that scene's over with like big brother is most famous for it you can tell because like if you watch the show and that's there's a like after hours right. kind of uh show which is like it's just the camera shooting constantly yeah, and they're on showtime or yeah it's on their website like, I, mark is a huge big brother he's actually trying i think he wanted to try out for the show once 
and like they actually like it didn't, it's actually not not even on Showtime anymore. It's like on a on a, on a deep cable network, uh, deep, deep, deep cable. cable, yes, station that they they'll air this. And I've watched it a couple times because I'm always curious to see like what they don't show you versus like what they edit out sure. that kind of thing. So I've watched it a couple of times, and there's there's actually like something happens, and they actually start calling people. Like you hear the overhead oh, okay. thing because they want you to go to the confessional room <laughs> and give your outtake of what just happened, like 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 a conversation that just you happened, know, and they want they, that real reaction. They want like, the reaction. She just called you a bitch. What do you have to say about that? I can't believe she called me a bitch. Yeah. Sure, I called her bitch first, but that's that's the point. I'm innocent in all this. She stole that person's fries. Yes. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Yes. Jeez. Yes, that's 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 right. Okay. Why why are you so confused? It's a, it's just like you 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 go off in this wild statement. You just keep going. You barrel through it, and I'm like, I I don't know what to say. <laughs> like that's a whole level of crazy. I don't know what to go with. I'm gonna give you just an example. Yes. Like right now, if this was a, if this was a reality show, they'd go, "Hey, come back here. Just give your reaction. You have to go cabaret back, and you go." I don't know what he's talking about. Like it's like sometimes he <laughs> just kind of goes on this crazy tangent. Apparently, he must have been watching something that I have no clue <laughs> what he's watching. And then, then cut to me going, I don't know what the problem was. I was just making an example of how some bitch stole another bitch's fries, and I'm the one who gets in trouble because I called someone a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't see what the problem here is. So generally, for for most re- reality television, like they literally like will stop production so people could do a confessional. They'll take them somewhere uh, okay. to do that confessional because they want that initial reaction right away. So that way, it's not like oh, they did the whole thing and now we're going to get your reaction. This is what happened. Blah blah okay. blah. Like recant, recant that what happened. Gotcha. And you know, so a lot of times they want let's like let's stop everything right now. This is too juicy. And this is too juicy. Let's get this person off to the side and have them give their confessional about it. Mm, okay. So that's okay. that, but like as far as the neck thing goes, where you it's like just doesn't move, those, and there's like, the head just the head not moving, neck not turning. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you know, there's probably levels of fat that we'll never, hopefully, never see. God, I don't know. <laughs> you know, but I mean, like maybe there's a problem, like where she moves her neck too much, it hurts. Maybe so, so that's maybe. why she kind of doesn't, you know, want to move with her body, you know, or different ways, and we'll see now. Apparently, she was going to get this done anyway. Mm-hmm. But the show kind of started off with, and I say start off with, because it does go off on a completely different tangent. I'd say more of a healthier one. Mm-hmm. Um, her ex-husband starts off the show basically saying he's getting remarried. Yeah. And Junebug? Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear is getting remarried? Sugar Bear is getting remarried? Time to wipe off those shotguns. <laughs> So let me get my fake teeth out, <laughs> get my good ones out, my pearly browns. <laughs> so, so he comes in and he basically drops his bomb on him because no one even knew he was even dating. Yeah, like it's like I'm getting married, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so right away it's like dun dun dun, golly. So, and Mama June being single. <laughs> it's sad that I know so much about this fucking show. It's 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 pathetic because my wife loves this kind of trash television, 
and it bothers the fuck out of me. But I end up watching it with her. I, dude, so once right here with you. Right so here. so when you when you when you go into this kind of like world, it's like fuck. I knew too much. But the the, the reality of it is fuck is like this guy is fucking hideous, hideous. Uh, <laughs> As the only girl in this room, would you date him? No. Uh, yeah, she said no. So there. He's also a confirmed pedophile too. Yes, registered sex offender. That's why they. So, that's why they lost their other show. The, right. It's honey boo boo. Here comes honey boo boo. Right. So you know, obviously, right away, he's a catch. Yeah. So he comes walking in, Mama June being single and all, single ready to mingle, and here comes, <laughs> you know, here comes what's his face again, Sugar Bear, Sugar Bear comes Sugar walking Bear. in, going, "I'm getting married." You're going, "Hey, you're re- wait, a registered sex offender can get a, a get married before I can." So, of course, the family is like, you know what you need to do? You need to go on the revenge diet, you know, and that's to lose a lot of weight and then get a nice dress and be like, make him be jealous about what he's going to be marrying to. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. Look, I'm going really like that. That This is why those shows be made so you can get look good at a wedding to piss off your ex-husband who's a registered pedophile that you obviously don't want back. <laughs> it, it, it's like. I'm going to say human logic because everyone goes to that moment. We're going. I'm going to show them. I'm going to look my best. All right. You know, and I'm going to make them eat their words. Don't me, will you? And I'm going. You know what? You guys should start off with. You, you know what? Stay at home because he invited them to the wedding. So it was like, why don't you just stay home with some bonbons, watch some TV, and call it a day? Don't don't lower yourself to that. Like, <laughs> like why? But instead, her family you know convinces her to go on this revenge diet. Oh, crap. Right? But during the course of the revenge dialect, she decides to go with the... Is this on TLC? No. No, it's We. We TLC, TV. Yeah, because TLC doesn't want anything to do with them ever yeah. since the, the Sugar Bear thing. How fucking low is We Television? That's what my question now is. How fucking low are these people? Well, I mean... I, I, Next, they're going to film an abortion. I Well... Like I said, probably. I don't know. I haven't seen episode five. <laughs> That's how she loses the weight. Oh, so she does the, the, the elastic oh band God, surgery. I, can't I just said that. <laughs> Fuck. All right, go ahead. It's the mentality. I'm just. She does the, the elastic band surgery. I, the, it's like they cut the stomach in half, tie yeah. it all up, and and then you know it's basically like okay, well now you got to eat liquid diets and you know smaller portions, and you can't be having those you know spare ribs and juicy steaks and everything that you love in the world is gone. This woman is the grossest woman ever. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there right okay. now. Okay. okay. From what I remember, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I, I, I think she used to be like a, one of those um, shoppers that would do like the, the, the bulk the, the coupon, uh, shoppers. coupon yes. shoppers, saving she a lot still of, is. still is. Okay. She's got a whole room dedicated to laundry detergent. Yes. Yes, I remember that. Yes. <laughs> but she also bought stuff that was like a like expiring. Like it was like 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 it's expiring today. We have to eat it right. today. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. So to me it's like I don't know if I want to play that game. Let's like play in roulette, roulette, you know. With, you know, like hey, this pork could be good. Maybe it's not. Let's cook it up. Let's let's make sure we deep fry it so that we kill anything possible in it, and then eat it up with a side of mac and cheese, fat back. Yeah, you know, <laughs> fat back ba- pork. Yeah, sausage. I, I mean, it, she doesn't have the healthy healthiest of diet anyway. 
And then she has her whole family around her also not eating healthy anyway as mm. well. So when she comes out of the surgery, you can see because the girl, Honey Boo Boo, who what's her, Alana, 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 that's her real name, mm-hmm. for those people who are, who are in the know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> obviously is, is like, there's, there's humorous elements to the show, like when they kind of bust each other's chops and all, but there's also this kind of like this cloud of like, Sadness and depression <laughs> of going. This poor girl is like eleven now. All she's known is the spotlight. She ain't svelte either. Yeah, no, she, she was she was chunky monkey as it was at I this mean, at this point. And then like even even Ruka saw it after she ate the blueberries. Going, you might want to lose pounds. <laughs> like <laughs> you know, that was the Ruka saw. Uh, so that was what was the gum. Fuck. It was the gum chewer in that fucking movie. It was Veruca. No, Veruca. No, the snobby oh, no, Veruca was the one that wanted to judge. Wanted it all. Yeah. And, and she was the bad egg, and then she You're dropped. Right. Oh, jeez. Violet. Violet, yes. That was Violet. Violet. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I, You're Violet. I just, I just regained my, my, my Willy Wonka nerd card. There. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I lost it for a second. It was like in the wind. I was stumbling around. I went, no, no, Violet. Oh, there you go. Oh. <laughs> my golden ticket. <laughs> so I mean, and it's just it's now it's the part like the whole thing's leading up to the episode that I missed, but I at least got the the four one one from Stacy. Four one one. I'm hip to the lingo. <laughs> that apparently that's like like an old person saying I'm hip to the lingo, and they're like, yeah, we need to change the lingo. An old person <laughs> figured it out. I. I smell what you're cooking. <laughs> that is no kid says that. No kid. Is it because Stone Cold says so? <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> Careful with that one. That one's an antique. <laughs> so anyway, um, so they've been teasing. The last episode I saw, they were teasing that they were going to show. Sugar Bear's fiance, yeah. who's no one seen to this point, and yeah. of course they want Alana to be a flower girl, and yeah. so there's this moment where, like, they're gonna meet the the bride to be, or the yeah the bride to be, and and in my head even before I even asked her, I was I, I'm like, is it one of those moments where the woman is so big that she kind of now regrets she did those because obviously she's half the woman anyway. And and Stacy said this was a big, big, a big woman. Older, big woman, too. And I'm like, well, the older part I didn't get because she's, you know, marrying Sugar Bear. She's probably all about that young ass. <laughs> I got one good egg left. Let's go, honey. Why don't you pat it out with Sugar Bear, baby? Huh? <laughs> 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 so it's like you're sitting there and I'm like I, I missed the the episode but it Stacey was describing it as like they were going to a dress shop because you know they pick up dresses and the woman like I, this is where I start thinking like reality shows mess with the actual quote unquote reality of the world because this woman's all of a sudden running late in traffic so you can get that big reveal of Stacey's Stacey's pulling up a photo is, and it's a big photo? reveal is this the photo of, of the the back of her. The back of the her. The back of the bride to be? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And she's in red. Okay. okay. <sighs> oh, that ass says wide load. <laughs> I, 
shit. And I'm assuming the bride in the uh, that's, that's Mama June. That's June. Yeah. See, I'm. I'm Holy shit. And that's after the surgery and all that. so far. Right. Holy shit, that woman's big. Uh, Yeah, I mean, mean, like, look. In that dress is June. Look how small she's gotten. Yeah. She went from a size 22. Size 22. To a size 12. To a size 12. 12, So she lost 10 10 sizes. So far. Yeah. The show's not over yet. Right. Wow. And that's, you know, that's the bride-to-be. I mean, Sugar Bear's got a, a mountain to climb. You know, uh, that's uh, ever to say, fuck, that's big. I mean, like, look, I, uh, each his own love yeah, finds. Yeah, love yeah, yeah. And I'm not, you know, but I shouldn't say. I'm, I'm sorry. It's got to be one of those. No, I'm not. Where I'm not fucking sorry. No, fuck, <laughs> fuck that shit. Fuck. It's got to be one of those things where it's like, as a show, wow, we that woman <laughs> is. If she was big from the back, she's twice his size from the side. Like, I mean, again, there's no, there's no elbows. It's it's, there's no, there's no wrists. Her cankles have cankles. (laughs) There they are. There they are. Oh yeah. There's no calf whatsoever. It's just all leg. That's the new. That's the. That's the new. That's the. Sugar Bear's wife to be, but I'm looking. Okay, now Mama June, I'm gonna say, while being big, was never that size. No. So you could have, and now they've never seen this woman. So your vanity almost seems to be like, like, oh look, I get it. You want to do the surgery for <laughs> health reasons. I think Mama June should have went the other direction, not the. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, like, like you're sitting there going, okay, I'm losing all this weight because I want to look good for this wedding. And then when you finally meet the bride, you're going, wait, he's marrying her? I already looked good before I had the surgery. Yeah. Because Mama June, while being a big woman, she still was together. Like, I'm going to say, like, as far as she had a style, she had a look. I mean, there's people who might be, a, a, you know, might find her attractive. Not me. But, I mean, hell, there's different strokes for different folks. You see what I'm saying? I I I'm I'm no. just figuring you're digging yourself yeah. into something that's no I'm just I don't think you can get if, out of if, if if I'm stranded on an island yeah and I had to pick between Mama June before the operation and what's her name Jenny Jennifer Jennifer Jenny <laughs> I, I I would pick Mama June clearly because <laughs> masturbation's not an option <laughs> no it's not you got to repopulate the species. You know, it dies with us. It <laughs> fucking dies with us. <laughs> so you fall on a sword? <laughs> no. I'm taking the easy way out. <laughs> I'm just like, look, I'm just saying, it's got to be kind of... Is that of, your vagina or a fat fold? <laughs> I don't know. It's all moist and warm at this point. <laughs> I'm just... I, the only way I know for sure, does it bleed? <laughs> <laughs> right now, everybody who's listening just went, oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big guy. I'm not, I'm a, I'm a big guy. guy so, but I, you know, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm like perfect and I'm like, you know, but, but come on. There's a point in your life where you go, put down the fucking donut. You, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I get it, but some, some people can't. Some, they just, they're happy with their lifestyle. But 
my my real kind of overall point is the fact that you as a person, let's say you're married, let's say something happens and you and your wife split, uh-huh. okay, and then you find out that she's getting remarried, mm-hmm. and then you obviously clearly your your gut reaction is, well, I want to you know make myself look better so she knows what she's missing, uh, uh, uh. and then you see the husband to be, and you go. That guy's more fucked up than I ever was. <laughs> like, at what point do you go? Okay, well, I don't feel so bad about myself now, and you just move about your, like, you just move on with life, or or do you? See, just, it's, it's, or that's, is it? Or is it the? Wait, they picked them over me. What's wrong with me? Still, like, like I don't know. I mean, granted, we've all had that moment in life where you get dumped, and then you see the person that the neck that they're going out with now, and you go. Well, what's that person got that I don't got? Like, yeah. Like, uh, am I that bad? Are you gonna go out with that? You fuck. Like, you know, it can be kind of demoralizing in a way. But I don't know. I'm like, I would have been like, wait. So your whole show centered around the fact that Sugar Bear was getting remarried, and now that you see her, and you go, fuck, in for a penny, in for a pound, I guess. <laughs> like, I'm already. <laughs> uh, I mean, see, the the thing that okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I've probably seen cruel, and I am a, sometimes a really cruel person. I'm not gonna deny that. But these people are ugly to begin with. These were the ugliest people ever. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna paint a, a nice picture about these people. Okay. They they were all disgusting pictures. They their big day. I remember was going out and doing like a mud dive. You know, and I, it was like that was like, and I'm like, you know what? That's that's what makes you happy. Go for it. Dude, Go with gusto. Full disclosure: I have never seen. Tyler's and Tiara's, rightfully so, because I'm uh, a male. Mm. You know, I'm not sitting there. And I never saw the Honey Boo Boo show again because I didn't watch Tyler's and Tiara. I, I, but I did see the rise of this family through TMZ and through yeah. interviews and through clips on YouTube and Facebook and things like that. And I'm like, okay, well, it is what it is. The day, the day that they found out he was a pedophile... And they cut the show. That should have been it. That should they should have never seen a contract to do another television show at any station. Any station that's that's airing these people are the worst station in the world. Well, because he's shown up on the show a couple times, so you're obviously okay with him making it a walk on because it helps propel the the tension of the show. But my other question, well, the other thing too is I didn't add is that after what she was doing to kind of earn her keep in a way was going to strip joints not stripping but making appearances at adult re- like hey the new adult review where she's not gonna get naked but she'll walk on stage and kind of dance around a pole a little bit and get money thrown at her you know, wait 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 who mama june she wasn't stripping she would be wearing like like a nightgown of some sort and, and i mean it's, it's, it's freaking out now he's like he's like he, if, if there was a picture he'd be gouging his eyes out he, he'd be looking for Wolverine claws. <laughs> Stacy's now digging for her vote. My <laughs> God! So she has a manager, uh-huh. and his manager is your typical, in my opinion, scumbag manager. Right? Because the moment she found out that, well, you know, it makes sense. It makes sense. Where are you going to go? Like, like if you want to keep, I agree, some kind of some kind of income, and you got used to the lifestyle you did because of what. TLC did by giving you this contract and giving you this money basically for you to survive because for the most part like I don't know what this guy did for money or whatever what they did for money in the past but they live next to a railroad by the way like that factoid in for you you I mean I do think that that 
you know, the manager kind of feed preys on the quote unquote freak factor of the whole thing. Yeah. And so Stacey's <laughs> laughing. Yeah. She must have came across a picture of 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 Mama June at a strip joint or something. And so <laughs> she's Are you gonna she's, share it or are you guys gonna laugh uh, at it? She's, she's she comes. She has to get motivated. I, uh, hold on. I gotta think about Wow. <laughs> wow, Ed. Oh, the now, granted, she's on the she's on a chair. I'll paint the picture. She's on a chair. There's two strippers, basically one dancing on her, kind of doing the old. Uh, this, you know, what's sad about this? There's two beautiful women all over her. All I can see is this green, ugly fucking pants. That's <laughs> You know, you see these pictures where there's a hot chick, and you go, "Did you notice that? Like, whatever she's carrying a green bag, or there's, there's a zombie. there's one where there's a girl, gorgeous girl, she's tied up, and then someone goes, "Oh, look, Futurama's on it, the TV behind her." Or, or when you watch the Paris, when you watch the Paris Hilton video, the night cam, you go. Wait, that's Chris Rock playing in the background, <laughs> yes. and you're more interested in that than you are watching her. <laughs> so, so the manager is like really kind of like monopolizing on the quote unquote freak flag factor yeah, of her being yeah, there. Yeah. So she comes on the show and she looks like your stereotypical L.A. manager. She's fake tan, Botox. Her I don't think I've ever saw her upper lip move once. <laughs> kind of talks like this, not not like this, but okay. Ed, you know what? You got you got to keep you know, you got to keep moving. You got to keep making that money. Like my upper lip tried not the to move, move once. right? Yeah. And they're puffy, typical L.A., dark, tan, like, spent way too much time in the tanning booth. Yeah. You know, like, I would say, um, remember um, something about Mary? Yeah. You know how the, her mom <laughs> was all leathery? That's kind of what she reminds me. me, yeah. I mean, she looked like, at one point in time, she she's beautiful by L.A. standards. Yeah. But I think before all the work that this woman had done, she probably was way prettier but because it's L.A. and she needs her boobs lifted and she needs to have the collagen on her lips to make sure she's still relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, so when Mama June says she wants to lose all this weight, right away I was like, what are you going to do? How come you didn't tell me this? Now we got to start thinking about how we're going to make money, blah, blah, blah. Like, it wasn't yeah. even about like, well, if you feel like you need to do this for your health, I understand. It was, how are we going to make money? Right. Like, I, and then her, then her, then of course, you know, behind the scenes, I guess, she started working all these deals, I guess, you know, appearances to see see the new and improved Mama June. Like, right. And and but you know, and then so she hired her like a um a nutritionist and a and a we call it a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. It's like like uh, so that's I'm just like, really, this is you guys watch the horror, most worst television ever. I, I, or, or, or you fall in these rabbit holes that are just I, disgusting. I would I'm never just gonna watch say a single episode of this show if it wasn't for her. <laughs> I Honestly, I mean, I love her and I love spending time with her. So if that means I got to watch. But I get sucked in just as much because it becomes that, that oh my God, I, I, I want to turn the channel, but I can't look because it's it's horrible exactly. i mean like like my wife sometimes watches my six 600 pound life and it's about all these big people yeah uh, i figured you would yeah i figured you'd love that show and it like she made me watch it like there was one episode where this woman like refused basically refused to pull the way she tries like you know kind of thing but then like there was always that like she would get this is hard work well basically she would 
she would ne- she wouldn't really do anything. Like she would uh, get kids from the neighborhood to go down to the local fast food joint or whatever it was. It wasn't like uh, a McDonald's or whatever. It was like a like a mom and pops like right chick- fried, fried chicken and biscuits kind of exactly place. you know it, but it was like more uh, Cuban uh, kind of style okay. food so it's more spice to it and all that kind of stuff than a little more kick to it so she I mean it was like literally like trays and trays it would be like a stack like of like it would be like a family of like six or eight would eat this she's eating this by herself yeah, I, I, and she would have people like because her daughter would try and you know make her not eat you know, like well, yeah, you can't eat who love gum watching you destroy your life by stuff in your face right so she, she, she she's like she's like I gotta know what happens and she was she's going to bed she's like you gotta watch this and it was like, <laughs> like why don't I just push record you gotta DVR don't you we did at the time <laughs> it's, you know we, when we did this and I'm like and she's like she's like no 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 she goes she goes I, I, I want to know like when we get up like what happens and it was the saddest story ever of course because she died Ugh. so it's like it, it really makes you go wait I fucking stayed up for this like Right. Now I don't feel like shit when I tell her in the morning this woman died, you know. And my wife's like, oh, that's sad. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, yeah. what did you expect? Well, because I had no emotional impact on the show because I went to bed. I'll move on about my life. And you're scarred going, I just watched this woman die. For Thanks, honey. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm now the one that's got to carry that rest of my life. No, and then I watched a show about a 600-pound woman who eventually died at the end of the show. That I didn't want to watch about in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not the advocate for health, you know, like I, I think. But there is a point in your life where you go, you got a problem. And, you know, you, you, right. you got to figure out the psychological aspect of it to fix it or just, like, do something. Well, I mean, that's, that's the thing with the Mama June thing. I haven't, I haven't seen anyone, her, like, when she was sitting down to talk to the doctor who did the operation, the look on her face was like, oh, you mean I got to change up my, the way I eat? Like, yes. Yeah, like she's not talking to anybody. I don't like. Apparently, the the personal assistant that she is, well, the, the person, trainer. the trainer, personal trainer that she has, is motivating her and pushing her, but not like, kill you, give me one more. He's more like, I'm not going to push you. I'm just going to, I'm going to give you a time frame, and you do as many as you can in this time frame, whether it be like thirty seconds or a minute. Mm-hmm. If you get five done, good job. If you get ten, but as we're going to keep doing it this time, and as the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. Mm-hmm. But it's never going to be like. Drop and give me twenty. It's going to be drop and give me as many as you can in the next thirty seconds. Yeah. So and then so you and then took her away from a scale for like weeks because if you weigh yourself on a daily basis or an hourly basis, some people do, mm-hmm. you're never going to see the change. So he took away the scale and then gave it back to her like eight weeks later, and then she saw like she dropped a lot of weight, eighty five pounds. pounds. Yeah. So it's like that. Oh my god, it is working. Kind right. Of thing. So I mean, I don't know where this show's going to go. I mean, obviously. She's losing the weight, and you know, Sugar Bear is going to get married possibly to a very large woman. Very, very, very. Hope she doesn't have any kids. I don't know. Did she have any kids? Oh, so that would be the first question I had. Oh, well, well, I don't. Okay, I again, how out of the loop I am about the whole registered sex offender. I don't even know what he did. Doesn't matter what he did. uh, yeah, but I I know it doesn't matter what it is, but there are, again, not to like be like, well, it's okay we're doing it. There are, depending on the state, certain levels of registered sex offenders, and for how long? Like that was. Well, as as far as go ahead, you guys say something. Um, I know that if you go streaking down the street, yes, depending on what state you're. 
have to register as a sex offender. Right. Because like, Stacy said that like, if, if you streak, if I were to right now strip down to my own, strip down bare ass naked, run down the street. I, and get caught, I would have registered as a sex offender, even though I didn't touch anybody. It's just that the idea, no, he did touch somebody. Well, I, you that's, know, that's, that, like, that's But here's the thing: like I know for the for the most part, like, and I and I think it's for most states. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's just like our state, but I think it's like most states. This is the way. Is the fact is that if you move into neighborhood, you have to let everybody know in the neighborhood right, no, that no, no, you're no, a registered yeah, sex offender. That, that's that's a standard thing, right? You know, but it's just saying you have to register as a sex offender. People automatically assume it's for touching. Now, I did not know. No, he he. It was okay. it was it was worse. It was it was the worst possible scenario okay. that you could get okay. for him. It wasn't something like he did something stupid and he got caught and right. like streaking or whatever. Like, no, and, uh, he was peeing. He was peeing in public and a right. kid walked by. It wasn't like something like that. No, was, hey, he's got might have photos on his hard drive or. Nah, yeah. it's a little bit worse than that, actually. Okay. But but, but I'm not going. I don't. I don't want to we'll get into that it. whole thing. We'll so uh, so I'm like, uh, I guess I'm kind of into like. She's got me hooked on like Steve Wilkos. Like I get up at ten thirty in the morning. Hopefully we're ready. You know, like up and awake for eleven o'clock when Steve Wilkos comes on. When I don't. When I'm off in the morning. Uh, if I'm off on during the day, he's on twice. You know, like eleven o'clock and at two o'clock. <laughs> But then there's Jerry Springer. You know how long it's been since I've actually watched Jerry Springer, and now I've I've fallen down Jerry Springer wells because she'll be like, "Hey, Jerry Springer's on." It's like, "Oh, look, this person cheated on that person." I'm going to tell you lie. I'm going to tell you in front of this live studio audience because it's safer. I was out of work for nine months. Yeah, and and I I watched Jerry Springer because there's there's times where it's just like you got nothing on. It's Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. You watch it and you go, <clears throat> "How the fuck." these people exist you, you you question it like i questioned it every time i was like i'm like really there's people like this out there and i'm like you know what i can't say that there's not i'm not gonna right. deny the fact that this doesn't actually happen though that being said why the fuck would you want to go on television and talk I, about it i don't, I don't get it either. i'm always I'm, my thing is okay two girls come out that aren't i would say appealing to me sometimes some are look some are cute and then there's like, well, I cheated on your your man cheated on me with me, blah blah blah. And there's the two girls fight it out. Yeah. You know, ding ding ding, Jerry, Jerry. Usually a weave gets pulled off. You know. Like, yeah. And then it's like, well, I gotta see what this stud muffin looks like. I mean, if two girls, are, I've never had two girls go swinging fist cuffs over me, uh, and I think I'm an average looking dude. Who this guy must be an Adonis, and he's usually some skinny, like. Like a guy like, oh look, I'm below. Oh, I broke my arm. Yeah, like you know. Yes. I was like, this is the, this is the guy, really. Like, oh, like maybe there's just a gene pool that you should just not dive into. <laughs> All right, you know yeah, what? Let's call it because <laughs> we spent way too much time talking about Mama this. June. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you'd like to, you can join us live on Sunday nights starting around 7:30 p.m. Eastern Center Time. Do the math. Um, don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed or anything you've seen or heard on the show, just contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.